I'm only going to give one gem because there's a hundred different people that are talking about how to do exotic car rentals right. online. And that's just to save your money and have an emergency bag yeah. because this shit gets nasty. Right. And when it gets nasty, you got to be ready for it. Hey guys, what's good? Welcome to the Coastline Life. If you're watching this video, that means you co-sign us and we co-sign you. So here are a couple of ways to support us at Coastline Magazine. Number one, view the description below, click the link and purchase an issue of Coastline Magazine. It's like this, this one right here, physical. You can purchase this. Number two, you can also support us by purchasing Cosign merch. Hit the link below and it'll take you to all our past merch items and we'd love to have your support and see you wear Cosign Magazine. Special edition of Cosign Conversations, as y'all guys can see, we're not at Cosign Loft right now. Can you guess where we're at? We're at my guy Lambo's Luke, the classic Texas, is new warehouse, new office, new building. I'm completely transparent, we did this interview before. Yeah, we did this interview <laughs> in, in 2019. 2019. 2019. So this, this interview's been a, a long time coming. It's been a long process, man. The, the footage, what, it got, it got lost? <laughs> lost in the We're going to say the footage got lost in, yeah, yeah, the footage got lost. That's what happened. Yeah. But we're back. A lot more to talk about. A lot more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, the growth has sure. been crazy. Uh, man, you pivoted, revamped, elevated. And we had COVID since then. And we had COVID yeah, since then. Yeah, you interviewed then, me before COVID. And before I was COVID. Up, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about all of that, man. But um, without further ado, bro, please introduce yourself. We guys know you as Lambo Luke, the car guy. But you, I know you're way more than that, man. So talk, tell us about yourself real quick, bro. Yeah, man. So my name is Luke Shalinsker. I'm 27. I was born out here in Dallas. Yes, sir. Uh, North Dallas. And... The NAWF now, <laughs> not, not North Dallas. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I grew up here my entire life, and I started this company in 2017, and it's grown into you know kind of a multifaceted business at this point. For sure. We man. Started off as exotic car rentals, but we do a lot more these days than just that. Yeah, man. Before we tell the backstory, t tell us about that. So you did start off with just car rentals, but as you can see with the B roll, you'll see what's in the back. So tell us what you've elevated to do now. Yeah, so, you know, everything kind of started off with the car rentals, you know. I knew that with an exotic vehicle, I could more or less leverage that right. into doing different things and moving into different realms. So, nowadays, uh, we do exotic car rentals, we do private chauffeur service, we do security service. Oh, wow. We also do full vehicle customization, so we wrap vehicles, we do lowering wheels, uh, we do motor work. Nice. Um, we still do music videos, not as not as frequently, no, like gotcha. on the rental side of things. And uh, I'm moving into a couple other uh, realms, okay. you could say right now. But uh, it's a little early to talk about that stuff. But I'll I'll give you a taste of what's what's got you got you. Question a lot of people want to know: Do you do hourly rentals? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. I'd much rather do a day. <laughs> but. For sure. uh, yeah, our minimum usually is three hours. Okay. And you can only do that on certain vehicles. So if you wanted to rent like a lower end vehicle, like a Range Rover, I wouldn't be able to do that by the hour. Okay. But something like this, this, or any of the Lamborghinis or Ferraris, you can do that as little as three hours. Got you. Three hours minimum. But please come with the bag, though. Please come with the bag. <laughs> please come with the bag. Is in a lot of in a lot of situations, it's actually 
a better deal to do the day. Okay. Because you have to think, even if the car goes out for three hours, they're still putting miles on it, mm. and now I can't rent it by the day. Because gotcha. it's out by the hours. Uh, you know? That makes sense. So That makes sense. Well, let's get to the backstory, man. 2017, yep. you started your own company, bro. But where did you get the idea from? Where did you get the experience from? Kind of walk us through that. Yeah, so it's, it's actually kind of an interesting story. <clears throat> Everything started late 2015 for me. Okay. Um, I was going into... It was, it was late 2015, early 2016. I was going into my last year of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to UTD, the University of Texas in nice. Dallas. I did my first two years at Richland College, community college. Okay. And uh, I was really insecure about that. I sure. won't lie. I was one of the only people out of my friend group that stayed uh, in Dallas. Gotcha. So, you know, before, you know, this whole business and stuff like that, I didn't feel like I had much purpose. Gotcha. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. And basically 2016, I got an opportunity to go work for another young entrepreneur that did exotic car rentals. Okay. And it was fascinating to me because he wasn't rich. He didn't have a bunch of money, mm-hmm. but he had the knowledge to, to do this, right? And I was gotcha. like, how the fuck is he doing this, you know? And basically he brought me under his wing. You know, we were friends before, but- So you around the same age? He's a year older than me. Yeah, okay. Really smart guy. He was going to TCU at the time and doing the business. Okay. And, uh, you know, more or less, he just kind of fell out of love with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was, I was working for him for a little over a year. And going into my final year of college, which was 2017, he basically gave it up. And, you know, I, I was really upset at him for a long time just because that was my plan. I was right. going to go work for him. You know, I was going to be his, his second in command. And I right. was cool with that. You know, because I had learned the business and I felt like I could help drive it to a gotcha. better position, you know. But, um, you know, he was going through it mentally and, you know, basically he just decided to give it up. Gotcha. And that kind of put my life into a spiral. You know, that was top of 2017. I graduated May 2017. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, so I started hustling cash cars. Mm, you okay. know, I was driving around. And I did that for... Like buying flipping? Yep. Okay. Yep. And I was doing that for almost two years, even when I started my business. Okay. Just to, because you know, when you start a business, it's not like you're flush. Right. So, you know, you've got all these new expenses, you've got to offset it somehow. So, basically, I started flipping cars, because I was lit, bro. Like, I was working (laughs) for this guy, I was making a lot of money at the time. I was 21 years old, I had a Z06 Corvette, Mm. you know, I had a really nice one-bedroom apartment. And it was crazy, because I went from no money to making money, right, and then all of a sudden I was making no money again. Good. So I had all, all these, stopped. I had all these expenses, and I was like, "What am I going to do?" So I got rid of the Corvette. I managed to keep my apartment. Ended up moved out, got a roommate, which I didn't want to do. Right, obviously, <laughs> no one wants to do that. You got to pivot, though. You got to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, I was sitting in the library one day with one of my homies, and he was like, "Bro, you know how to do it, so do it." Mm. So, like March, April, I started drafting up my business plan okay and uh everything kind of fell together from there yeah 2019 17 2017 17 i've been doing it a while dang you know so i think i was ahead of the curve uh you see a lot of people popping up these days that are like mentoring people into how to do exotic car rentals but you know we were doing that shit before it was a a fad or a trend you know you know everything right now everything where everything is right now is like become successful in the industry it's get rich quick. Then teach people how to do it. Mm-hmm. And what they don't realize, too, 
yes, you're getting value, but at the same time, you got to think too. If somebody makes, let's say somebody makes X amount of dollars doing this business, right? You know what the problem is? What's up? The problem is all these programs, and this is not just for exotic car rentals. I think it's everybody. Right. I think they're teaching people how to win, but they're not teaching people how to lose. Mm. And that's what's important mm. because you're not always going to win. Right. So in not, life. Yeah. So how do you deal with those losses then? It's all preparation, man. Yeah. It's precautionary measures. You know, I do my best. You know, even Garen, my shooter, all my other guys, they do their best to, to not rent a, you know, a dickhead that's going to fuck our shit up. Right. But it's kind of, I don't, I don't get to know you on a personal level every single time. Right. Like, if you come back and see me two or three times, I'm going to get a good judge of your character. Right. But the first time I meet you... It's a gamble. If you've got the right documents and money, I can't really turn you down. Right. Or else I'm discriminating. So what is, what is required for those who never rented a... Exactly. Uh, so when it comes to insurance, it's kind of, it's tier based, based on the vehicle. So like this is a $200,000 car. This, this is, is a Aston Martin Vanquish. Yeah. This okay. is a, you know, brand new, a $300,000 car. So if you wanted to rent this, your insurance policy, you'd have to have a valid driver's license, okay. full coverage insurance policy. Okay. And then you also have to do the payment and security deposit. With the insurance, you would have to adjust it to okay. match the value of this vehicle. Okay. So for example, let's say today I'm coming in, I'm like, hey, I want to leave with this. So I basically just call my insurance company, USA. Yep. I'm like, hey, I'm, I want to adjust my property damage value to yep. 300,000. Uh, so I don't necessarily have to say I'm renting this. All no. I have to say is I just want to adjust this. Yeah, and if you know anything about insurance, that's also kind of like it's kind of like a cast system so okay. bottom level you have all your representatives and you've got your managers supervisors so right. if you start talking exotic car rentals a lot of times they get nervous and they're like uh, 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 you know that's exactly. not going to cover it but in actuality it will you know i've had multiple cars completely totaled Damn. and paid off by insurance okay so let's i want to talk about i don't want to skip over the mental health part about your friend because i want to figure out for you you've been doing this a long time right yeah does this you have to deal with a lot insurance companies people's yep. people judgment of character yep. uh oh keep to the car your personal life does this affect your you know mental health dealing with all 100 percent. Yeah. yeah i mean i won't lie probably you know when we shot that interview in 2019 yeah. i think i was probably the most mentally unhealthy really? that i'd ever been you know just because i'd gotten really caught up you know i think i think i was at a point where I was kind of, I wasn't really practicing what I preached, mm. you know, because I talked about, you know, how stupid people were that were lost in like jewelry or nice yeah. cars. And it was like, damn, I was doing the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to have nice watches. I wanted to have the nicest car. You know, at one point I had two cars just for myself that I wasn't renting out. Oh, okay. And that was $7,500 a month just for my two cars. Yeah. It's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so stupid, though. I could have been making money on that right. the entire time. But, you know, I felt like I was really chasing happiness through material uh, yeah. possessions. Man. Sometimes, so sometimes you feel like the look is necessary depending on what business you're in? Because I think so, man. I mean, you know, you can ask any of my guys. The, tr the way you get treated when you pull up on one of these cars yeah. completely changes yeah. how you feel. Well, That's Frank, why some people, yeah. some people will rent these cars and they want to get out of them. Because they've never felt that before. And all of a sudden, you're somebody. You know, you're pulling up in the Lambo. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk to you. Yeah. So think about how you feel as someone that might have been an introvert or someone that no, never paid attention to you. So but now, all of a sudden, 
Yeah. My friend calls it the car test, man. So he has a dispensary. And yeah. he's like, man, um, he's like the smartest, one of the smartest things I did uh, for my dispensary was I started getting cars and I would go to certain places and it would, Market. yeah, and it would track everybody <clears throat> to me. Yeah. And I'd be, it'd be easy for me to talk about my business and then people would start coming to my dispensary because they'll see me in these cars. And he was like, bro, uh, cause I, I did a grill for him. He was like, bro, come to Oklahoma. He was like, I'll get a car and we'll do the Terry? car test. It's not Terry, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I know, no. um, know the guy that does dispensaries out there named Terry. Oh, his name is uh, Jay Green. He's got a Kush. It's called Kush and O-Juice. Uh, Oklahoma fire. City. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah, solid Shout guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, and, and it's it's proven though, man. I've I've seen it. I've seen it myself. Not even we've done count. I mean, you remember we brought cars to what was that? The Cosign Awards in 20, yeah. 2019, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just a it's a focal point for people to to attract to. Man, it, it is, bro. We've done countless projects with companies, and I've done corporate activations with companies, mm-hmm. and. I mean, it's, it's a huge success. Nah, for sure, bro. I like, did a project right before COVID with uh, Bumble. I think I've seen it. Yeah, it I think three, I've seen it. was three G-Wagons, one in Texas, one in New York, and one in California. Oh, dope. And you, we, you did all three of those? I did all three of them. Oh, wow. So we rented the cars, we wrapped the cars, and then they provided the drivers. Oh, wow. And they went around to different college campuses. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, it attracts people, bro. And you know it what I'm saying? Man. And you got to think right now, we're in the social media age. So anything that looks... Tag, follow... Instagrammable, right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? People want to be around. Like, I remember, uh, like we did, like you said, we did the car, had the cosign and the classic logo on there, bro. Until this day, people still hit me up about it, like when they see that picture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's a thing. But all right, so let's go back a little bit. So right, right, 2017, right. you started, bro. Right. Your name is Lambo Luke, though, but what was the first car that you had for your fleet when you started by yourself? Um, it was a Lambo, man. Lambo. It was an older one, though. Okay. It was a 2006 Lamborghini Gallardo. Okay. Which is a terrible car. <laughs> Why you say that? Really, really prone to a lot of problems. Oh, okay. Uh, Lamborghini was bought out by Volkswagen in 2008. Wow. So 2006, it was like a completely Lamborghini car. Yeah. And they just had a lot of hydraulic issues, transmission issues. Uh, it would overheat. Yeah. You know, so I was I was having to fight all that in the beginning. Yeah. But that wasn't actually my car in the beginning. Okay, so you just leveraged you know, relationship at that yeah, time? Yeah, one of the, uh, the previous investors in the company that I worked for, because everyone had a bad taste in their mouth when the business shut down. Okay. The one that I worked for. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of dark shit going on. I don't, I don't want to dirt my boy's name or right, anything right. like that. But, um, you know, I contacted them, because I actually, I was working with a company in Houston before I started, and they're like, you we're gonna provide you with the cars, you know, it's going to be great. We're going to blow you up. And I had set an April 15th launch date, okay. which was tax day. I don't know why I chose tax <laughs> day, but I thought, I thought that I could, uh, I could get it done by then. And it didn't happen. And, you know, right after that, you know, it was kind of like, it was one of those moments where it was like, you know, maybe this isn't going to happen. Right. You know, maybe I need to go put out some job applications. Right. And uh, I called him and you know, he was a Chinese guy, doctor. And uh, he was like, you know what, I still have the car. I'm really hesitant, though, because of everything that happened. Mm-hmm. But you know what, I'll give it a try. That's what's up. And that's how it started. So he was it in Houston? Me, he, he was here. Okay, he was here. But there was a company in Houston that had told me they were going to front me the cars. Okay, but, but that didn't work out. out? They backed out. Okay, so you started with one car with this investor. One car, uh, 
I was renting a small office for my friend in Addison. Okay. And uh, you know, it took me a year to build up enough money to get my own car. Okay. And what was that one? That it was a nicer version of that car. It was okay. a twenty. That was a two thousand six Lamborghini, and then I got a twenty thirteen. And you got that one yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was the white one. That was the car that gave me my name. Okay, Lambo Loop. Yeah, because everyone started seeing me pull up to all the music videos, you know, and they started recognizing the car. And I, I can't even remember who coined that name, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, it stuck. It is. It's proved to be a pretty valuable little marketing tool. Nah, for sure. Yeah. So, man, I want you to walk us through this. Um, you were 21, 22, 23 when at that I time? When I started? No, when you got, when you got that, the first year Lambo. I was 23. 23. I mean, of course, without disclosing like your credit and all that stuff, what is, how does a 23-year-old get their own Lambo? Like, what private, do you need? Private financing. Private financing, okay. Private financing. That's it. Because there's no bank that's going to approve you. That's unless it. your parents have some amazing credentials to back you up. Okay. It's not going to happen. And you have to like... This entire time, I'll be honest with you, this entire time, even at this point, I still have private financing. Private financing. That's the only way to make this shit happen. You know, you can find different lenders that'll somewhat work with you. Right. But even the biggest companies, that's how they're doing it. Power financing. Yeah. Do you have to give them like equity or anything or is it just no. leverage just got you? Because I think I said, I saw it somewhere. I, to this point, I still own 100% of this. That's what's up. I've never given up anything. Got you, no partners, nothing. Do you think you'd ever take partnership? It would, it would have to, uh, it would have to, I think for me, it would have to make sense. Like gotcha. First open up in different states, maybe, you know, like gotcha. for me to bring on a partner would have to be a partner of value. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna just bring on someone with money because right. I can give money, right, that's right. no problem. I've been doing this for five years. You've got, I've got tax returns, I've got bank statements, I can get money. Well, but getting knowledge, that's valuable. Someone who can come on and help scale the business. Yeah, that's, exactly. That'd yeah. be valuable for you. Because I've done it to this point. Right. So what can you help me do? Right? Where can you help take me? Gotcha. Yeah. So the thing about cars, right, they're attracting, but like how did you build this brand? Because I mean, anybody can get it was a freestyle in the beginning. Yeah, anybody um, can get cars, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is, Tons of guys who has cars that can rent them out. Yeah. But like you branded and marketed yourself as the go-to guy. Like we was in the car, me and Zig was in the car talking on the way here. And um, I was telling him like, you know, how, how people hit me up. And the first thing that comes to my mind is Lambo Loop, right? Yeah. He was telling me the same thing. He was like, man, um, the guy who he referred to you uh, came to you, but he also was referred by, you know, Errol Spence people. So it's like, everybody knows you as that guy. So how'd you yeah. build that brand? I think it really, it really came down to, to just wanting to have a really good reputation, you know, because a lot of people are known for finessing, right? And I don't think I've ever finessed anybody, at least not on purpose, right? right. You know, and uh, you know, our reputation kind of precedes ourselves. Uh, we've got the most reviews on Google. We're on every single uh, wedding registry you can imagine. Mm. We're, you know, I've done partnerships with Earl. I've done jobs with the biggest celebrities you know i think that all of that kind of adds into the package but it's our execution and delivery because we're we're never late we're always on time cars are always clean gotcha. we're not promising you one car and then delivering you another unless something terrible happens right. you know because you got to think like there's not there are bad situations that happen you know like this car could go out on a Thursday, something could happen, and it's going out on Saturday. Right. So, you know, I either have to rush to get it fixed or I have to let the customer know. Offer them something else possible. You know? But as long as you communicate with your client, you know, 
I can't tell you AKG, I got an Aston Martin for you. And then you pull up the day to rent and it's yeah. like, oh, I got a Maserati. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's, that's what loses trust in a client. Nah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So who was that first celebrity co-sign for you? First celebrity co-sign. You know, you know who the first big celebrity was that I worked with? Who? It was Uzi. Lil Uzi. Really? Yeah. And I was, I was so nervous. <laughs> who plugged that? I was so that, nervous. Um, I did, bro. You oh, know what? This is the craziest story, right? Yeah. And this was before things were like really popping. I was at my first facility on Mockingbird Lane. Okay. And I was sitting on my computer one day, and I was like, you know what? Why don't I just look up like who manages some of these artists? Yeah. And I sent off like emails. Yeah. I, I created a template and I sent it off to like because I, I looked up tour dates and That's I was smart. like who's coming to Dallas and I, I messaged Layton who is uh, Uzi's manager Okay. and he was like yo no way Like, I actually need a sprinter and I was like say less <laughs> I discounted him 50% gotcha. and you know that was like my first celebrity uh, interaction and then after that it was uh, Majid Jordan and then Wiz Khalifa and Young Thug and Duke and and it's all that from know. the same method, finding uh, managers. No, some of those were from club promoters. And okay. Yeah, but that that one method does work, though. Yeah. I mean, you never know unless you shoot your shot, right? You got to shoot your shot, man. Yeah. I got a, a friend of mine that does custom suits. He told me that he like, bro, I get all these NFL players because what I did was teams that were uh, like for one with the Cowboys. He was like, I would print out the roster, and then he would allow go on Instagram. And yep. a lot of times their, their Instagram handles are close to their names. It works, man. And then he like, I would DM all of them. Like, if yep. you got one proof of concept, he like, I'll DM them all. Like, hey, I did this suit for this player. Yeah, because they're going to see him be like, damn, bro, looks fly. Yeah. You know, no more Men's Warehouse or Nordstrom. Exactly, yeah. man. He needed to grow his suit business like that. So that yeah. really just got to shoot your shot, bro, honestly. You man. do, man. Because you, know, you, you never know what will happen. Man, never know, bro. So we get to COVID 2019, bro. How did that shit affect you, bro? Right. That shit was crazy, man. Like I told you, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was in a really good mental state. Yeah. Uh, shit, I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Because yeah. I think people really see the, <clears throat> the glitz of this business. Um, you know, 2019, I bought three cars at the end of the year. Okay. So think about that, right? What happened? The world shut down in March yeah. 2020. So I bought three cars. I bought a G-Wagon, <clears throat> another Rolls-Royce and an Escalade. And I didn't even have a chance to make money on the cars before everything shut down. I, I went from about 20 cars, I downsized to about five. Damn. And I just started renting those out by the month. Because mm. there, was, there was only a certain type of customer that could afford to yeah. rent a car by the month. I'm not going to say what they are. Right. But, you know, <laughs> no one was traveling. Hotel occupancy was low. You know, people rent cars to go do stuff. So, you know, I started renting the those kind of people you know that had cash right and you know that's really what got me by so would you hit them up and be like hey i'll give you this super deal but yeah you it, was long, but it had to be like, long term it was like 50 percent discounts but it had to be long term yeah. right yeah that's yeah. smart though see that's one thing about real hustlers and creators and entrepreneurs bro like we'll find a way yeah because you could have easily been like well, I'm gonna, up shop. yeah i'm about to just keep paying this i have or, moments man yeah. I, I really have moments because like i built up so many cars and you know the cheapest car I had was like seventy five thousand. I had twenty of them. Yeah. You know I had a crazy high overhead, and then they should just stop moving. You know. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I left this part out. So I buy those three cars in twenty nineteen, December twenty nineteen. 
I'll go, I've gone four years in this business, right? Mm -hmm. At the top of 2020, I had a Ferrari get totaled in January. Right. I had a Maybach get totaled in, in February. And I had a Lamborghini get totaled in March. So it was like, why? You know, yeah. it was like, why is this happening to me? And then, you know, the world shuts down. So it was just like a pure time of reflection for me because yeah. it was like, you know, what else am I going to do? You know, I'm sitting here. I've got three cars that are totaled. I've got these three cars that I just spent a bunch of capital on, yeah. you know, for down payments. And was, what do I do? Yeah. You know, so, you know, I had to I had to get skinny. I had to yeah. shed as much weight as I could. You know, I told my guys, like, you know, I'm going to try and pay you as long as I can. But, you know, through COVID, I also started the customization business. Gotcha. And, I mean, we're doing the best quality work in Dallas now within a year. Yeah. And I'll say that. The yeah, best quality yeah. work. You know, because I don't think anyone can touch what we're doing. You saw that Lamborghini yeah, it's crazy. right there. That doesn't look like a wrap. No, not at all. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to pivot and you got to come out stronger than, than before. Yeah. Not faster. Because a lot of people would have shut down. I know a lot of people who did just get a yeah, PPP loan, take the, get the bread and just do nothing with it. You know, it really just came down to me looking in the mirror and, and, you know, realizing like, you know, I asked for this. Yeah. Right. Like I asked to be the boss. I asked to do my own thing. I asked to have my own business. I asked for all these cars. Right. I wanted nice cars. Right. So what you going to do? You going to give up? Right. So but since, now we're back up. We're back up. We're I'm about to say, like so since then... 15, 16 cars right now, okay. even with three wrecked. Man. So, you know, it's just part of the business, man. So let me ask you this, bro, because this has been another popular, you could say fad trend business model, but, yeah. you know, like Share and Turo is another popular business model. Does that affect anything you do? No, I've, I've really it? found myself to be above Turo in a lot of situations just because of... Uh, you know, the experience I talked about, you know, the way we deliver. Uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies with Turo. Gotcha. I was approached by them in 2018 to be one of their first commercial hosts. Oh, nice. And I didn't really have any interest in it because there's a lot of situations where I've got, I've got friends that do rentals in other states, right? right? L.A., one of the most saturated exotic car rental locations in the country, L.A., Miami. For sure. And they do, they do cars on Turo, and they're like, bro, someone stole our G-Wagon the other day, and Turo is not doing anything. <laughs> what? You know, I'm not going to, I can't be in a position like that. Right. You know? I think it's a good idea. I think it had potential to be really successful. Um, I know they haven't profited, yeah. even to this point. But, um, you know, it's all in execution, man. Yeah. And with that, do you put any trackers in your cars? What do you think? Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> got to, got to, man. All the cars have trackers, kill switches, everything. Got to. So I'm yeah. coming to get you. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I've, I've, hey, I've, I've heard experiences. But about you also, this. you also have to know, man. Technology these days, these guys that are stealing cars, they're really advanced. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you can walk around a car with a with a wand and find every single tracker. Yeah. And just cut them out. So you got to be really creative. Man, it's crazy. But if, I mean. But since you have all these stuff to, you know, combat that, I'm sure insurance was still... It's all on the front end. You know, yeah. we don't want to... We would rather make sure you're a good person before right. having to come chase you. No, nah, for you sure. Because these are sophisticated criminals. Nah, most they, don't, they look like you and me, you know? And they don't care, man. They're not scared. Nah, no, We've man. had people come in with real documents, you know? <laughs> again, I, got, I got finessed super nasty uh, somewhere late... 2020 i can't remember i got finessed by a 
a really good scammer. Sure. And uh, he got me for like 12 bands. And I was actually the smallest person he got. That was the craziest part. He was renting my car. Everything was legit, man. License yeah. legit, insurance legit, credit card looked legit. It was fake. And he was going around in our cars just kind of like seeking investments. Mm. And uh, I actually was contacted by a restaurant at Highland Park Village, which is a really nice area. Yeah. And the owner of the restaurant is a really powerful guy. And he was like, hey, we saw your car outside of our restaurant this date. And I was like, yeah, that was the guy. He was like, he got us for 150000 that night. God. I was like, God damn. I was like, my little 12. <laughs> you know, he got you for 150 You know, he was in there popping stupid bottles. Ah, so yeah. it was because he was just running up to cars. Running but... up tabs. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. It's actually a really crazy story. I wish we had it on camera. So when I figured out what he was doing, um, he was actually in one of our cars when I got the, the chargebacks. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if Garen and uh, my other guy, Johnny, but um, they went down to get the car and uh, we got to the car before he got to it and we spotted him in the parking garage like running to it he was like trying to get to it yeah. I don't know if he was going to take off or what he was going to do but he saw us and they just <laughs> hightailed it the other way roadrunner style damn and uh, no one's seen him since so he never got caught mm-hmm. that's crazy nah I mean the license he provided probably wasn't him you know you know what's crazy as man is you hear about stuff like this, or you see stuff like this in the movies. It's real, man. Yeah, you don't see people are actually that detailed yeah. into making this shit happen, mm-hmm. bro. Well, they, they're different people. Yeah. Especially with, like, CPNs emerging and stuff like that. You know, you can, you can really be another person. Not facts. Yeah. <laughs> a, whole, a whole completely different person. Yeah, with a new social security number and everything. Uh, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Anybody can do what you do, right? 100%. But they can't do it how you do it fact so i'm going to ask you you know to give the people some you know kind of share the blueprint maybe not your sauce but just share the blueprint because everybody wants to learn right you know i get asked that a lot (laughs) but the thing (laughs) is you can see my ideas (laughs) the thing is right no matter what you do no matter what you tell them they have to apply that so it's not the same right i get get dms all the time too like there's no there's no you know there's no like technology or knowledge around right. what I do that's like patented or trademarked, right. you know. That's why anyone can start an exotic car rental company. Right. But there's little things along the way that that'll save them, right? Just like you just, matter of fact, you gave us the gym earlier, like the private financing. Some people will be like, damn, I can't get approved, I can't get approved. They don't but even know that. You also have to be in the right circles to find that, man. True. You know, you can't, you, you know, you have to surround yourself with who you want to be like, right? Right. But I mean, really, I'm only going to give one gym because there's a hundred different people that are talking about how to do exotic car rentals right. online. And that's just to save your money and have an emergency bag yeah. because this shit gets nasty. Right. And when it gets nasty, you got to be ready for it. Yeah. I had three cars down during COVID. Mm-hmm. That's three car payments on non-income generating units and no other cars to counteract how much money I was losing on those cars. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say it lightly. I watched way over six figures dwindle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, people wanna go out and they wanna buy cars and they wanna rent them. Like, you gotta be ready, man. That's why yeah. I said they talk about wins, they don't talk about losses. Gotcha. Because if I wasn't ready for that, I probably wouldn't be here. And even then, I watched a lot of money disappear. Gotcha. And I had to rebuild it. You know yeah. what? So let's do it this way. They'll do it differently, but still talk numbers. But it doesn't have to be your numbers. All right. Two hundred thousand dollar car, right? 
What would, what would be a generic or a close to interest rate or private financing for that? Uh, it, it depends on the term. Anywhere from, you know, it's nothing below three percent, but okay. three to three to five percent usually. And how, how much do we have to put down for two hundred thousand? Uh, anywhere, I never put down more than thirty. Thirty thousand. Yeah, a lot of cases I don't even put money down. Gotcha. Okay. because like, I'm I'm at that point. In the beginning, yeah. it was like twenty down, but now it's like okay. Like so this, like this Aston Martin, I didn't put any money down. Okay. Nothing, but the Porsche that I just got, I had to put twenty down. Okay, so let's say somebody's starting off, they put down twenty, it's two hundred, they owe one eighty plus, you know, tax, all that other stuff, right? Yeah. How much can you rent a two hundred thousand dollar car for per month? I mean, per it's day. It's usually, I mean, it's it's depending on the location of where you're renting the car, but it's usually about one percent of the retail value. Gotcha. So, you know, but like I said, there's really heavy competition now. So, yeah, yeah. you know, say a Lamborghini Huracan's $200,000, you know, in a perfect world, you'd want to get 2000 a day, mm. but competition's heavy. So you'll get 1500 1500 a day. You know, so it's like, it's like 1% minus some. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but it needs to make you 20 a month to make sense. Make you 20 a month and your note was probably what? Five? Three, three to four grand. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> so I can see why you would rinse and repeat and do it over. But then again, like you said, have an emergency bag because... Yeah, I'm, but you also have to think like... Insurance too and all that. Well, yeah, there's insurance on every single car. And then you've also got to think like maintenance. Maintenance. Tires are not cheap. You know, oil changes are cheap. But there's a lot of things that can go wrong, man. Like mm -hmm. bent wheels, broken control arms. Uh, you know, buddy behind the camera shaking his head because he's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, we deal with it every day. You know? But um, it's possible, man. Anyone yeah. can do it. Yeah. You know? I used to be really kind of like insecure about it, you know, like I'm, I'm not telling people how to do it just because I'm tired of doing that. Right. You know, I've done that too many times and it's bit me in the ass a few times, you know, but I'm also not tripping over it in the aspect that, you know, if someone opens up down the street, it's really not going to bother me. Right. Because they are opening up down the street, man. They've been doing it. You know, when I started, there was only one other guy. Now there's, you know, four or five, I think. Nice. Still, you know, I'm one of the only ones with a... Facility. With a warehouse where you can actually come see everything. Yeah. You know, you're not pulling up to, you know, a random parking lot or apartment, you know. Gotcha. But it's, it's been transition, bro. So, like... Have you ever thought about, or oh, I'm sure you already have the market, but have you thought about replicating this in other markets as well? I already do rentals gotcha. in other cities, but there's no need for me to send my cars there. Gotcha. Because the the market is so much more saturated in those locations where I could just use someone else's cars versus me having, because I make a lot of money on my cars here. Right. You know? So why would I send my cars that I make a lot of money to yeah, a location right. where I'm going to have to rent it for cheaper gotcha. and they're going to get beat on? You know, when I could just use this plentiful amount of inventory, you know, I've got partners in every city. Gotcha. But do you ever feel like, you know, you talked about getting bit before. Do you ever feel like you might get bit doing that, though? Because, right, let's say you put somebody in Miami that's a partner, but then yeah. they rent it a second time. Maybe they can just go directly through your partner instead of. Well, that's that's the tough part, KG. Yeah. You can't let them get to the actual source. But yeah. also, if you have a good customer that trusts you for who you are, they're not going to go to the source. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. That makes sense. That would be something I would try Loyalty, to... man. Yeah. 
But you know, sometimes. But not everyone's like that, man. Yeah, some people are only lower to the to, to, to what the you back, can do for them. Money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you charging fifteen, but the partner like, man, really, it's like twelve. Yeah. Well, you know, they'll double back in. It's all in the facilitation. Yeah. You know, but you're right. It's a risk. That's nice. that's kind of how it is. You know, I I touched on it a little bit earlier, but you know, some of the plans I have for everything moving forward, I think will it'll be different for us. So I think it'll be better. Yeah. You know, more streamlined, smooth for us. Because you can't be in the same position forever. Nah, for sure. I mean, look yeah. what you accomplished in, in such a short time. Because yeah. really, a couple of years isn't that long time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and you've done, you've done a lot, bro. Thank you, man. You've done a lot, bro. Like, just to see this, like, the, the customization. I feel like, man, you're going to get to a point to where you have, like, Yeah, everything. I just moved in here and I've already thought about, you know, moving out and just making this for one thing. You know, gotcha. and having to go get another one, you know got you bro because you got because when all of the cars like all of the rental cars are here i mean the entire back of the place is full cool. you know but it happens pretty rarely yeah so you got the vlog going too yeah trying to it's my shooter over there yeah but it's yeah. tough man you know how <laughs> life is man yeah. it's tough because you get caught up and you know you want to shoot certain days but there's problems going on yeah. and it's like you, know, you gotta, gotta shoot you gotta shoot those too man. you do man you're right you're you right shoot people like too. that shit. yeah bro like you gotta realize like not even just for the money, because that's a whole other income source yeah. you can make. People from like that. seeing the ugly side of things. Exactly. Yeah, they do. Exactly. You're 100 percent right. Because it makes it, it's, it makes you real. Talk to that guy over there. Yeah. Tell him that. <laughs> you got to shoot through it, man. Yeah, you got to shoot the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing it twice, man. But for real, because man, I saw, I want to say 2019. Yeah, 2019. We did. We shot a documentary, Product of Perseverance, and it kind of walked through like the trials and tribulations, entrepreneurship, like stuff we face, man, and. Bro, I didn't want to be open and transparent about, you know, having a studio in Arlington and I lost it because yeah. I wasn't conducting business. I just wanted well, to pull a cool spot, know, you know. You know, it's like that that toxic masculinity thing. It's yeah. like, you know, everyone wants to be the big dog and they want to talk about how much how much money we're getting, exactly. how much we're winning. But it's like, you know, it's okay to lose, man. Like, that's bro, what man. crafts your character into the person you are today. Exactly, bro. You know. If I wouldn't have lost that studio, I wouldn't be able to get, you know, Cosign Loft now, which is, you know, doing very well. Mm -hmm. um, so we got to go You're still through. doing your thing? You ain't stopped? Oh, yeah. No, it's not the top at all, man. But, I, you know, just like, well, I don't know if you did, but I did take some time to reflect during COVID. Probably like man. Yeah. two or three months. But I didn't, I was still active, but I didn't do a lot just because I was trying to get my mind right. Because it was, yeah. it was a time where I was confused. Like, man, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. I didn't know if this was worth it anymore, bro. I feel you. <laughs> you know, still, like, I, I'd be lying if I told you that some of those moments where I thought it was actually going to fail, I actually felt relieved. Yeah. It was like, damn, I might not have to deal with this shit anymore. But yeah. you can't be like that. No, nah, that's, just, that's just uh, the enemy getting in your mind. No, nah, for you real, know? Yeah. I was, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest religious person, but I was in church the other day. My girls went one to go. And, you know, the, the pastor up there was talking. He was like, you know what, sometimes you know, you get so in your head that you actually will convince yourself you don't want something, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's where I was. It was like, you know, I don't even want this shit anymore. Yeah. I don't want these cars. You know, I don't want to deal with these problems. But that's not the truth, you know? Yeah. It's what makes me happy. It's what makes me who I am. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you got through it. I got through it. You know, here yeah, we sometimes. are. Sometimes that BS, though, man, it gets overwhelming. It really you know? will, bro. But you here. Yeah. This is beautiful, man. Thank you, man. This is beautiful, man. I'm trying to think, bro, is there anything we didn't touch on, bro? Because it's been so long, man. There was so many things that's transgressed. 
since 2019. Yeah, shit. I mean, just a couple of things I've got. Um, I'll tell you about a couple of the things I've got going. Um, a little bit of real estate here and there. And then also, uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is just because it's early stages, but a new app-based rental service. So we're awesome. already, you know, we already talked about that, but so f- it'll, be a, it'll be a disruptor. Got so it. So for that... I'm gonna ask you this: If you if you can disclose this, would it be something strictly only for your business or so, uh, your business, or something that anybody global. can global? Okay. Well, U.S. first, but gotcha. Yeah, so stay tuned, man. The next like ninety to one hundred twenty days, I'm gonna be launching oh, it. Wow. Yeah, and it's not exotic. That's the last thing I'm gonna say. It's not exotic. Not exotic. Okay. And as far as real estate, we talking Airbnbs, fix and flips, commercial, no, commercial, commercial. Yeah, big commercial though. Oh, you doing can't big. talk about that either. Are oh, you doing but, big bag? But it's a, it's car based, so it's okay. actually like a commercial venture around cars. So, oh nice. Yeah, I'm excited for that one too. Man. That's so, not in Dallas though. Not in Dallas. And that's that's all I can say. And sometimes you got for the lawyers conference. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. But I feel like you got the car game on lock, bro. Like you got all bases covered. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is which is good because do you feel like sometimes if you spread yourself too thin, you'll lose. You sight. can't do too much. You know, yeah. I can't. You know, the two, like the two main things, you know, the rentals and customization, right. even then the rentals is still the main thing. Gotcha. You know, I can't abandon what made me and provide it for me. Right. right. You know, but um, I think if we did like three or four other businesses, like I, I've, I do the customization, you know, we talked about opening up a detail company, and, right. uh, you know, a couple like other small tenting and stuff, but it's too much, man. It's too much logistics and management of something that doesn't make as much as this gotcha you know but one good thing though is like your niche is the cars right but you can find multiple streams of income through that one niche instead of going out and saying exactly yeah i I can just focus on only customizing Mm high-end exotic cars instead of you know worrying about this over here which there's nothing wrong with right when i started doing the wraps i wasn't immediately doing lamborghinis right you know, we had to work our way up. Our prices were low, and now they're high. Gotcha. You know, just like anything, there's there's kind of that, that hump to get over. So somebody, will you do all wraps, or are you just doing high end right now only? Somebody said, "Hey, I want my car wrap for business." Will you do that? Are you going? Are you yeah, going yeah, to, I'll do that. You do but that. I, I won't necessarily do it in here though. Like the okay. the really high end work goes down here. Gotcha. You. And then you know, maybe other stuff you just outsource. Or partner. Partner. Yeah. That Because I mean, there's a lot of good vinyl installers. Yeah. You know, so why would I limit myself? Gotcha. You know, because I can only do so much. That speaks on relationships too, though, man. Like people, yeah. people have to be okay with you know partnering with others. You know, what I'm saying I feel like a lot of times people are scared to. Yeah, because they're worried that, you know, this guy's gonna steal your sauce. Yeah. Right. But you know, you got to be comfortable and confident in yourself. And if that guy's gonna steal your sauce, then don't fucking do business with him. That's your lesson yeah. right there. That's your two, three thousand dollar lesson right there. Hey, yeah. it cost me three thousand dollars to realize. The thing is, yeah, if you lose that two thousand dollars, cool. Fool me once, right? Yeah. If you do it again, that's on you. Not facts. Because people are going to show you their true colors. Facts. Every single time. Facts. It might take a year. It might take two years. They'll come They're out. They'll show you. And while we're on there, bro, leave us with some motivation, another gem. Doesn't have to be about cars. It could be about life. You know, favorite <sighs> quote. Man, I mean, the sooner you realize that, that money's not what you're pursuing, mm. you know, it's just, you know, I don't want to get... I don't want to give anyone anything too cheesy, but you know, you got to decide what makes you happy first. And you know, you're not going to be able to provide for anyone else unless you're truly happy yourself. 
That's right. You know, and a lot of times that comes from giving to others, not yourself too. So, yeah. you know, that's about all I got. That's nice real. Leave man. it general, but that's nice real though, man. Um, everyone can relate to that, I think. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others, bro. Yeah, for sure. And I tried that in the beginning. And, yeah. You know, eventually you look in the mirror and damn, I'm tired. You know, worn out. But yeah, you gotta take care of yourself, man. That's what's up, man. You know, health it. is important. Health is very important, bro. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing this black shirt so y'all can't see the how unhealthy I've been lately. Well, I mean, like, I know we were about to wrap up, but like I was it's saying, not. like, you know, what people are portraying on the internet mm. or even in person is not necessarily what's going on inside of them. Yeah, now you're right. So, it's you know, people were looking at me, you know, 2019, you know, like, damn, Luke, you're killing it. Damn, Luke, you're killing it. But inside, like, I felt like I was killing myself. Yeah. You know? So you got to pay attention to what's going on inside. Let me ask you this before we get out of here, though. How'd you, how did you get through that, or who helped you through that? Shit. Me and God, right? right. Like, that's it. Like, you got to break down and accept, no. you know, that you can't do anything else. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, we're not our own gods. Not Some right. people believe that, but, you know, whatever you believe, there's something that's driving you, yeah. I feel. I feel, I've been, I've been broken plenty of times. Yeah. Been broken. Not to get too personal, bro. I'm gonna tell you share a quick story with you, man. 2009, I was at my lowest, 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 bro. Like, I had, I had a baby. Like, I couldn't even afford to take care of the baby. I had my my child's mother living with me. We was both living with my mom. My mom was paying for everything. I just got a new car, brand new car, and I'm like, man, how am I gonna like do all this? Didn't feel like a man, even though I was, like, I was a kid, but I was still a man. Didn't know I was yeah. gonna do everything. Yeah, I, I went so, bro. I went to church, yeah. and I don't know about you, bro, but sometimes like, when y'all at my lowest and I go to church, I feel like they're talking directly to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like spotlights. Yeah, I feel like they're talking directly to me, man. And I never, I never used to go like to the altar calls, like, like yeah. at these, at, well, like the way it would say, if, if you feel like you've been broken or. If you want to get saved, come out to altar call. I never, because I'm like, I'm a laid back person. I don't want anybody in my business. I'm the same way. Yeah, right? so I never go. But for some reason that day, like, my body, I just yeah. felt it in my body, like, bro, you got to go. Yeah. As soon as I went down there, bro, like, I felt like he looked just at me, bro. And I've never in my life cried like that. Look. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I've never cried like that. I was like, man, just. And you don't have to be, like, a necessarily, like, a super religious person to have yeah. that kind of experience, like. Even to this day, you know, like I go to church yeah. and, you know, sometimes I'm like, damn, like I wish I could be as vulnerable as this person. Right, right. You know, but it's really just, you know, you take the message for what it is. You know, yeah. you don't have to align 100% with what that church believes in. No. But if that word means something to you, I mean, that's all that matters. Sometimes you got to get that word or just get rejuvenated, yeah. bro, because, you know, we live in a society, bro, where it's a lot of poison. Yeah. You know, and then you got to relieve, bro. Like you, a lot of people come here, you work with a lot of people, bro. Sometimes their energy can, energy vampires yeah, yeah man they suck yeah. everything out of you bro you gotta watch out for those people yeah because those people are deceiving too yeah facts bro i know you yeah. dealt with them bro we're gonna end on a positive note though man for sure um man. got deep here on <laughs> it did bro like that's dope bro man but if you're in dallas or if you're anywhere bro and you need a uh an exotic car anything luxury man anything luxury man his name is lambo luke for a reason but he has more than lambos but you know, if your name is Lambo Luke, that means you're the guy. You know, like I need a I need a cool name like yours, bro. You know, nah, we'll, we'll think of it. We're gonna think of it though. But if you need anything exotic, luxury, car rentals, uh, car customization. I personally co-signed Lambo Luke, man. It's been a cool guy, 
cool friend of mine, sponsored the Cosign Awards 2019. So if y'all remember that Lambo that was outside do, parked in the front. We gotta go crazy, man. We gotta yeah. go crazy. You gotta appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Love. I love, Thank man. You. The classic rentals. Y'all stay tuned. Boom. Peace. Hey guys, what's good? Thanks for supporting Cosign Magazine by watching this video. If you really enjoyed this content, please subscribe, like, comment, and share.